0: Good morning everybody, it is Tuesday 29th of June and the market not really behaving itself today. It's been down 66 at its low, down 51 as I speak and just about everything's on the slide today including the banks. And that is despite the news from the U.S. that released from COVID restrictions, U.S. investment banks are going to start paying out money that they were told they couldn't and hike their dividends. Morgan Stanley, for instance, saying it's going to double its quarterly dividend and buy back $12 billion worth of shares. Similar sort of messages from the other investment banks as well. Investment banks are different from high street banks. We have high street banks. And there's a bit of research out this morning from Morningstar. Morningstar research tends to be a bit blunt land i have to say but one of their analysts says today that they are the big four australian banks are expected to return around 34 billion of excess capital to shareholders in the coming three years i'm not sure that's really going to get anyone too excited and certainly hasn't done anything for the share price today share prices today most of the banks are down half a percent to one percent this morning other little clips of news include a bit of a profits warning from Do. Thanks to COVID, their shares are down 4.4%. Collins Foods, that's Kentucky Fried Chicken to you and me, down 3.6% today. On results, Kathy Woods, ARK Investments, filing for a Bitcoin ETF. Facebook joins the Trillion Dollar Club and Medibank. Up 0.2% today after saying they're going to return around $105 million in COVID-19 permanent net claim savings to customers through premium relief. All of the REITs have gone ex-dividend today. We've got confession season starting next month. That's where companies coming up to the results in August come to the market and tell us that their results are going to be better or worse than expected. We have US jobs numbers on Friday. Philip Lowe giving a speech tomorrow. EU inflation numbers on Thursday, which is a more a risk than a likely to be positive number. And we've got trade numbers on Thursday. Day. Just whilst we're on the market stuff, I saw a comment from Josh Frydenberg on the TV last night. He was saying a consequence of COVID is that yeah. COVID, COVID is going to last a lot longer, was the message from the government, which we're hearing from every department at the moment. But the idea that we are going to see long-term COVID impacts on the economy suggests, or Josh Frydenberg's message was that debt is going to be higher because of it, but also, and this is the interesting one, yeah. immigration is going to be lower. So population growth is going to be lower, and you wonder what the long-term implications of that are, and you imagine that it's not going to be terribly positive for the economy if the, or the housing market. Or travel, the airline industry, all sorts of implications. Right, moving on. Strategy summary doesn't change today. Markets having a slow few days, but nothing worrying. Have a look at the chart in the strategy piece. The uptrend is still intact, although we seem to be just drifting away. Wall Street was down 151, but the NASDAQ outperformed or performed. So growth continues to be the theme rather than value, or technology rather than traditional might be the other way to say it. And that probably comes down to reduced inflation fears and reduced interest rate fears and certainly if Josh Frydenberg's right the Australian economy is going to go nowhere without immigration in which case we might be sitting on low interest rates for years yet. It's the end of the financial year we may get a bit of window dressing shenanigans prices being touched up and down over the next couple of days which usually reverses as soon as it happens. If you have any tax loss selling to do by the way you need to do it today or tomorrow all pretty quiet. So strategy unchanged still fully invested and relaxed about the trend right today we are, we are looking at your one-stock portfolio picks. So over the last week or so, we've written that article about the $12 million man, one of our members who turned 157000 into $12 million, which I think last week was $15.3 million, using the one-stock portfolio. And you can see that one-stock portfolio technique, if you can call it that, explained in a video in the newsletter today. Last week, we also then got the Marcus Today team to pick their own one stock portfolio stocks. And you can link to that article in the strategy piece. I can tell you what they were. I picked Poseidon Nickel. Henry picked AXE. Chris picked ProMedicus. Ben picked Betmakers. Tom picked Airtasker. Felix picked Falcon Energy. And Chichi picked the Commonwealth Bank. Exciting stuff, Chichi. And today, we have your stock picks. Now, there were so many of them. I've got to tell you, it took ages for me to edit everything. So I have only selected a few and put them in today. And there are a few observations of the ones that I've put in today. They are clearly split into industrials and resources. But a a lot of people think their fortunes are going to be made in resources and I have to say in Australia they're probably right if you catch the right resources stock that's why I've picked Poseidon Nickel. I have seen what happens when a project turns into production you get a multiple kicker on a stock hence Poseidon Nickel which hopefully will with the help of the demand for nickel from particularly electric vehicles will be able to turn their projects into production and if they do it won't be sitting at seven cents. So that was my stock. So there are plenty of stocks that have transformed people, one of them in the last year or so. When I did that podcast with Poseidon Nickel, I asked Peter Harold, the MD, who I should talk to. He said, go and talk to the CEO of Chalice Mining, which is one of his mates. And I didn't do it. And that stock has been up 689% in the last year, 4,740% in the last three years. So that's what a resources stock can do for you when they make discoveries when commodity prices rise enough for projects to become operating mines. So, of course, a lot of the one-stock portfolio stock picks from members are in the resources sector. Lithium heavily featured, but also you might have a look at VXR. Two fairly impassioned members wrote about the same stock there, and there are a few others in there as well. Quite a few gold stocks as well. And one of the observations, or a few of the observations about the list, is that a lot of small resource stocks got picked, also a lot of healthcare particularly biotech's feature obviously small companies feature technology features a lot these are the sort of companies that will potentially transform you but I also noticed that in a rather lazy way, a lot of the stocks that got mentioned are stocks that have gone up a lot already and also stocks that Marcus today has written about. So for instance, few people picking bet makers, nothing wrong with that. But the idea of the one stock portfolio is you pick a stock for a 10 year theme rather than a hot to trot today stock. But there you go. Anyway, have a look at the list. In there is one of our members who's already done the one stock portfolio thing with Polynova though PNV. And he has got a 1,300% return at the moment, and I'm sure he has been transformed by that. So enjoy that list. If you want to send me your one-stock portfolio picks, please do. Marcus at markerstoday.com.au. Although, as I say, I have a huge backlog now, which I may not get to. And that's about that. Market's still down 50 as I leave you. Down futures down 46, not helping much. You have a fabulous day, and I'll speak to you tomorrow.